All right, and welcome to episode five right now of the Light Teller Podcast. I want to say it's five, maybe six. Let's say it's five. Um, today we have a very special guest, straight from Europe, from London, Gabriella Maxine Ade Adejobe. Yes, that was the whole thing. I got it right. You said it right as well. All right, perfect, perfect. Uh, thank you for coming out. Um, thanks for visiting the beautiful United States. You know. Uh, just for you guys who don't know her, I'll give you a quick intro. Gabby was a former teammate of mine. As you know, my teammates are my family. Every time we link up, it's a good occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabby is a former 110-meter hurdler, 60-meter hurdler. Oh, my bad. Females do 100-meter yes. hurdles. My bad. Uh, apologies. And all-around great athlete. Um, right now, you're in America for a few more days. Mm-hmm. Been having fun. What have you been up to? Uh, really tourist stuff, really, because when I lived here, I didn't really do the tourist side of things. So, been to the World Trade Center, downtown Brooklyn, and went out a few times. So that was pretty good. Nice. See, I don't be. I'm not a tourist enough. Like I lived in New York my whole life, but I don't. Like I've never been to the Statue of Liberty. Never been to Ellis Island. That's quite shocking. Yeah, I gotta like. I'm gonna do that this summer. I'm gonna like catch up on my random touristy things. So yeah. Anyways. Let's do another quick intro. So before you came to New York, you were you went to school in Missouri, is that correct? Yeah, I went to Missouri State for two years. Um, I decided to leave. It wasn't going very well. So I came to LIU and it in was Brooklyn. Just such a better So experience. what's the difference between I would say Missouri and New York? I've never been to Missouri. Like I, I could assume, but like since you've lived it, I guess mm-hmm. give me uh Missouri's kind of boring, to be quite honest. Is it like cornfields, like what we think, or is it not that bad? Um, it's a lot of greenery, and if you want to go out, you have to have a vehicle. I see. New York, you can get transport everywhere, and you're fine. You don't have to depend on nobody, but obviously I didn't have a car in Missouri State. So either I get the bus somewhere or ask someone to drop me. So it wasn't very convenient, to be honest with you. I guess see. And what's the people like? Are people friendly? I heard New York has some of the most like rude people in the world, so I'm assuming Missouri people are like very friendly. Or is that um, not the case? Missouri or? people were friendly. I think they're more friendly than New York people. I but obviously, agree. I'm going to say London been. people are the most friendliest. So, all right, since we're going there, how, what's the difference? Like, what are some similarities between London versus New York, I would say? Because I know I've never really been to London, but we all see. And, like, when I see London, I'm always thinking it's cold all the time. I don't know if it – I've never seen a warm picture of London. But I'm assuming it gets mm. warm eventually. Right? See, these stereotypes, it does get very cold. Yeah. But New York gets much colder. colder. See, I, and to me, I'm thinking you guys have it worse. Like, then no. again, I've never seen a really – I've never seen super, super duper snow in London. But then again, I don't live there. No, it snows probably, like, a couple of centimeters. But, like, here, not like New York. The snow will reach your nose. So it's colder out here. Definitely. Oh, wow, okay. 100%. So that's not bad. And then what about the rain? I always hear that it rains a lot. I don't know if that's a myth or not. And maybe it's partially because every time I'm watching, like, Premier League uh, football, mm. it's, like, literally, it's raining it or it's cold. And it's never, like, just a hot, sunny. And maybe it's because of the season, the season they play yeah. it. But it never looks like it's just comfortable. I mean, it does rain quite a lot, but it's not, like, every day, all day. But it's, like, at least once a week, you would say? Or nah, I'm just. Maybe twice a week. All right, that's a lot. Bless that's it. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. But that's cool. And I guess let's transition into the main topic of this podcast. So this podcast, we're going to talk about relationships slash situationships, mm-hmm. whatever that really means. Um, I guess I'll go with you. We have different types of relationships, I guess. You have yeah. your friends, your girlfriends, your husband, your wife, mm-hmm. your kids, your whatever. It could go many different ways. What's your, what's your 
what's your explanation of a relationship? What's your definition of a relationship in general? Um, to me, a relationship is someone you're with, someone you have a title with, someone you want to build with, isn't see a future with, long term. Um, of course, there's short term relationships as well, because obviously not every relationship works out. But you should go into a relationship thinking it's going to be a long term kind of thing because otherwise you're just wasting your time. It's just immature to go into it thinking it's just going to be short-term, in and out, because I just think that's quite ridiculous, to be honest. I mean, I've seen people, though, where they've, like, where they've known on it and it's a short-term mm-hmm. thing. And it's kind of like, I guess they look for it like, yeah, this makes me happy in the moment, or I get what I need from it in the moment. A good example would be, like, someone who maybe they just broke up with their girlfriend and then they found somebody, like, mm-hmm. two months ago who they're like, yeah, kind of hate her personality, but... Uh, it's convenient. Like I could chill out, hang out with somebody for maybe a couple of months. Keep maybe get, get somebody keep me busy. Yeah. Um, sex whenever I need it, whatever. That's <laughs> throw that in there. But it's just like maybe that's I don't know. I've never been that type, but I know plenty of people. What's your take on that? Do you think that's unfair, or if it's okay, depending on the circumstance? Mm, everyone's different, but at the same time, for you to be bouncing from relationship to relationship, it just doesn't say much about your character if you can't be loyal to one person for a certain amount of time What's then what the kind point? of person are you i agree because i was like i'm not gonna say any names i, I usually don't say names <laughs> but it's like a girl i know she used to have like a new boyfriend like every like month or exactly. so exactly and i was just like what are you doing and it's like it's one thing if it's low-key maybe but then you're posting it on social media mm, and then it's like all right time. i go down your timeline and there's like 10 different guys and 10 a different lot of girls months. do it to use guys as well like and but why do they days. do that they get that to get money, food, and I know a lot of females, they're big on that. Like, oh, yeah. oh I'll go out and I'll never say no to a date because mm-hmm. that's I'm just like saying no to free food yeah. or free money, and I'm like, damn, it's like. Do God. you pay on the first date? Uh, it really depends. So my my old 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 logic used to be like, no, mm-hmm. absolutely not. But like, if I find an ounce an ounce of potential in you, like, and this is the way I would say, like, you have to fill it out during the date. Mm. So like a perfect example, and you know who you are if you're listening to this. <laughs> Uh, I went to brunch, and it's my first time ever going to brunch on a date. Uh, maybe, like, almost 12 months from next month, let's say, right? And then, like, I was filling it out. I'm like, all right, this girl's late. She's definitely paying for this shit. <laughs> like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, she's going to pay for this. Because she's about 25 minutes late. It's raining a little bit. No, I'm a little pissed. Like you know what? Come to find out, it wasn't really her fault. Things happen. I understand. But at the moment, I'm like, I'm missing football on this. The Giants are playing the Lions that day. And I'm like. And, of course, it was probably one of the greatest games of the season, the Giants won. But she gets there, whatever. But then we end up having really good conversation. And I'm like, damn, I actually really like this girl so far. I'm like, okay. So then that time I paid for it. And then afterwards, I'm like, damn, that's, like, so against my character. So I feel like in that, sit, in that sense, you really want to feel it out. I say don't go into it willing to pay. Yeah. But, yeah, if they come in there and they're just, like, not even giving you the time of day or you don't really like their personality, do not be afraid to split that bill. Especially yeah, I would if they say ordered that's more the manly thing to do to pay for it, but me personally, yeah, I, I just mean, don't like people people paying for, paying for me. So and uh, every female has their different views on that. I feel like yeah. some of them don't want to be taken care of. Whereas, like for example, my last relationship, my 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 ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. like oh my gosh, she used to pay for everything. But then again, part of it was me her parents' too. money. I've been through her that parents. Time. Her parents just had money. Like oh, I used right. to go to the crib, like yo, here's a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have a good time. I was like. Um, no, and there used to be times I used to say no, no, and then it was to the point where they're getting mad at me for not taking the money. So I just took it, and a couple of times I would say she paid for things sixty-five percent of the time, which is a lot for a guy. 
See, as a female, I don't mind paying for things at all, as long as you're like loyal and you, you know, you treat me right, that kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. If you're taking the piss, then mate, <laughs> bye. I hear you. I mean, it's just, it's tough. But I mean, that that, that that's one thing. So, all right, I guess this is another thing. So, and I, like I said, I keep everything around. I'm that person that everybody comes to for advice sometimes, usually. I don't know how that. And I don't mind. I actually, it's everybody that's listening, like, keep doing that. I don't mind being the bearer of good news or advice. Bad news. Bad news, good <laughs> news, advice. Just hit me up. I'll, I'll talk and I, I don't judge anybody. But sometimes, like, I've, I have a friend, and like I said, everything's anonymous. They're, like, in a situation kind of where it's, like, there's no titles. There's no, like, n- they, they go out on dates, but it's, like, if I ask you, like, yo, what are you to me? They're like, we're just friends, mm-hmm. but ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. What do you, uh, you call those situationships somewhat, but, like, what do you do about those? How do you, like, transition that to find out, like, all right, are we going in this direction to become official, or are we just playing around right now and we're just, like, friends with benefits? How do you steer that one way versus the other? Personally, there's only so much time I can spend talking to you. Like, if you don't see us together then there's no way i'm gonna just keep chilling with you just to have no title because the title it is important to me i agree like if we're out together and someone says like who's that yeah or you meet my mum and my dad yeah and they're like what's going on between you guys oh we're just friends okay but we're still fucking (laughs) we're not just friends clearly there's something going on you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. so yeah if you meet my parents of course that's a whole nother level i agree no, nah, I feel like once you meet the fam, that's you can't meet the fam and we just friends. Exactly. Uh, at that point, it's beyond that. That's very that's very important. Uh, so yeah, I mean, on my take on it, I feel like titles are important, but then again, at the same time, I would say that actions speak louder than words. Mm. So it's like at the same time, like we got you give me a title, but what you do after we have that title or even before is what really matters. Are so you it's like up to the Yeah, like I can't give you the title, you're my girl and then you're still out going to the club every day, posting getting guys to buy drinks pictures. for you. Yeah, posting mm. thought like that's one thing I don't like is like you ain't posting no stop pictures no. when you're going out with the girls without me. Mm <laughs> Nah. I don't I just don't see the point. Like why are you dressing? Who are you dressing sexy for? That <laughs> for no, that no, idea. but wait. Sometimes we just like to look. No, nice. no. I understand. It's your if it's your girl's like twenty fifth birthday, okay. quarter of the century. Like, I right, we are a group of bad bitches. We want to dress up. We want to. We want to. We want to paint the town red. Mm-hmm. By all means, do that. But if you're doing that on a weekly basis, weekly basis, like you going out with your girls more than you going out with me, and you like just kind of just turning up like nah yeah, that, that, at that point at some point that shit got it but end. girls should just know that when you're in a relationship you shouldn't be going out every week i mean every relationship is different but i don't agree with winding up on a guy yeah and so next guy when you're in a relationship we talked about this on our last episode is like it's it's adequate to that especially if we're in this if, like, if we're in the same club then you can't mm-hmm. do it like oh, don't definitely. do like That's don't let me see it like what? if you're gonna do it like i said i better be in the bathroom mm-hmm. it better be real quick when i come out i ain't see nothing but like I prefer you not to do it. Like I especially like if you're giving like no lap dances. Like I I tell you not no lap dances or I will wreak hell. So that's that. That's that's just what it is. So let's go on to the next topic. This topic will be more so about commitment. So I guess as a black man, we have a bad rap. Mm-hmm. There's this this I don't know myth that most black men cheat, if not all black men cheat. And I want to just be the first one to knock on the wood and say, black men do not cheat. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Black men do not no cheat. It's comment. a movement. 
Uh, <laughs> hashtag black men do not cheat. I think they sell T-shirts. Buy those shirts. Support the movement. Black men don't cheat. Um, and uh, I mean, honestly, everybody cheats, but it's not specifically black men. And I don't think we're the biggest. I don't think we're the biggest uh, contributors to cheating at so all. Um, um, you'd be surprised, actually. It's really probably black females, actually, wow. sometimes. And white females, too. Oh, okay. From what I've seen. Basically just females, from, that's what you're saying. Nah, it's not just females, but I've seen from personal experience that a lot of black and Caucasian females cheat. Okay. You Spanish mommies, on the other hand, y'all seem pretty faithful. Y'all keep doing your thing. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how do you want to defend that? I'm just saying. I have no comment no on comment. that one. I mean, this is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. I don't think this is I could tell you why guys in general cheat. And there's three different reasons. And this is coming from a guy that's never done any ill shit. Right. Like I'm actually a good person. Okay. But I can tell you I collab I have I, I know people that's done ill shit. So there's three different ways it happens usually. There's a first top there's a first way you come at it. The first way is there's that guy who he has a dog mentality. And the dog mentality doesn't just apply to, like, sex and relationships. The mm-hmm. dog mentality just means, like, you think you're an alpha male. You think you're the best at everything. You think you could get whatever you want, when you want it, how you want it, as you please. Yeah. And that comes from, I can't really explain it. And I, I have an alpha dog mentality to me where I feel like I'm the best at everything. I want to be the best at everything. I don't want to lose at anything. And that just comes from competitiveness somewhat. So, like. If you look at, like, athletics and, like, celebrities, those guys want to be the best at their craft. And so that's why usually those are the guys we tend to find out in the media that end up, quote, unquote, cheating the most. But that's because I think, like, they're so into winning and they're just so, they want to be just dominant, that they feel like they could take advantage of whoever they want. It's just a mentality. It's a complex. It's a it's a mental complex where you just feel like, yo, I'm an alpha. I'm going to get what I need to get because I'm the best at my craft and I want it. I just feel like I'm the best at everything. And that just kind of, it, it almost inflates your ego, but that's what alpha dogs somewhat, for the most part, want to have. And some of us are able to suppress that feeling. But like I said, like, if I was an ancient person, I'd be like, fuck it. I can see why you want to, mm-hmm. you're 20, let's just say me, I'm 24. Let's just say I'm like uh, NBA or let's say NFL all-pro wide receiver. This is the best I'm going to be. I want to have as much fun. I want to have as much sex. I want to do as much things in life so I don't have any regrets. That's their man, That's their mindset. Okay. So that's the alpha dog mentality. The second mentality, and this I would say is 40% of the reason why most men cheat, is there was for every for every two men that cheat, I would say one of them <laughs> cheated because some female made him that way. So, and that, that goes, and it doesn't necessarily mean she cheated on him, but she could have broke his heart. I know too many guys where they're like, all right, they were like, oh, head over heels over a female. And then, like, she might have did one thing or said one thing where he's like, oh, my God, I, I lost trust for the whole female race. And because of that, guys feel the need to want to, like, take advantage of women. And this happens on both sides, men and women, because I've seen girls who, like, one guy kind of ruins them, and then they're just like, fuck it. I'm going to have as much sex as I want. I'm going to do as much as I want, because at the end of the day, I have a vagina. I have the power. Like, and at the end of the day, you guys have the power. Like, if you guys want, you can persuade anybody to do anything True. you really want to do. I got so powers. You all have powers. The vagina power is incredibly <laughs> powerful. So it's like, you'll just be like, fuck it. I'm going to do whatever I want just to get what I want. Like, a perfect example is like when you're, like, when I'm in Vegas, there's like these things called, we call them, bo- and I mean to call y'all things, but yeah, kind of things. We call them bottle rats. So it's like, you got, you have like bottle service. And they just kind of come from 
the ends of the earth. Like, ooh. And they dress themselves up like, oh, my gosh. They dress themselves up. They all look like America's Next Top Model. But they come in there with no money. And their intention is literally oh to just, yo, I'm going to mooch off his bottles and then I'm going to mooch off his money. Because if you're buying bottles in Vegas, you probably got more money than the average guy. Because bottle service in Vegas is a lot it's more expensive. than your typical New York City club, especially mm-hmm. at the big clubs. So you're like, all right, I'm going to mess with this guy. Then I'm going to go to his hotel. I'm going to sleep with him. And then we're going to get money out of him. We're going to do whatever we can. And it just it's just about achieving that status of like, yeah. I'm in charge because even though you think I like you, I really don't. I'm mm. using you for your money. I'm using you for some dick. Like that's what these that's what females look at it sometimes because they've been hurt by another guy, and that's what caused them to become that way because they just feel like they've just been disrespected by the male race. And the same thing happens to guys, I think. So that's that's tier two, and then tier three is the third. The third way is just you're just just a fucked up individual. There's that's a lot of them out there. Cause like there's there's there's, there's people that just like hurting people. So like they'll just like tell everybody like yeah, I love you, I love you, I love Literally, you, I love you, I love yeah. you, and then fuck, 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 girl by girl by girl. And to me, those are the only those are the guys I really I cannot I cannot. I those are the worst ones. Me can't <laughs> respect it. Like I hate guys that drop the L bomb just to get some mm-hmm. poems. Like cause if that if it was that easy, we all do it. Yeah, exactly. But why do that? Like why do that? Like that. The if thing you think is though, it comes back to them. Like karma's a real thing. You can't I be agree. out there treating all these females like this, and then when you get one girl, she's not gonna trust you. It's just gonna go down. It's gonna go down. Like so. I think the perfect. This is video on Facebook. I forgot the guy. I think he's a French guy. His name's like Will something. And like, <laughs> it's a video just like that where he's like cheating. He's messing around with mad different girls, and he finds a one perfect girl. But then it comes to find out that all the girls he cheated on basically dolled her up just to crush his heart and break his heart and it's like the craziest shit and i was like damn that's real life it's deep send that to me yeah uh, i think his name's like will aim i don't know how it's it's french and it's like completely in french but i read the the subtitles (laughs) and it's like great like this guy needs to get signed so that's just something but like i mean a lot of people think most black guys aren't shit and i would say like on behalf of my black guys my black brothers we're not all not shit but a lot of us are like you ain't shit. No, no, no. The no, only no. one I think ain't shit is my brother. So shout out my brother. <laughs> He's a good one. Nah, you always gotta respect your brother, whoever your brother. I hope my sister thinks I'm shit if she's <laughs> listening. Uh, shout out to Poopy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, like, we're not. This is what I'm gonna say. Sometimes life is tempting too for us, cause it's like, yeah, I don't understand. It's just like it could be so many times where you're like, oh my god, I could do this and nobody will ever find out, and then it's just like, fuck it. And it's like, this is what I, I was having this conversation with one of my friends. It's like, yo, I don't understand how guys could cheat being uh, sober. Like, I couldn't do it soberly. If uh, I'm going to cheat, if I'm going to cheat, I have to be, be drunk, drunk and not be, like, it has to be, like, where, because cheating is basically this. You have two options, right? And you know which is wrong, you know mm-hmm. which is right. But it's like, sometimes if your judgment is impaired, you might make the wrong decision just because you were impaired. That's why I say, if you're not, if you're drunk, then I, I don't understand. If you're drunk, then I understand. But if you're sober, then you're really like a whole so other breed of animal. if a girl cheated on you and she was drunk, you would It's not okay. It. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's okay. But I, no, absolutely. But I'm, I understand <laughs> how it happened, though. Like, if you just did it because you were sober, you're an animal. Absolute Fat. animal. But if you were wavy, and then maybe let's just say Chris Brown's there and he's there, a drunk, drunk, drunk female, maybe five times out of ten, maybe all right, I'm, I'm gonna give you all credit. Three times out of ten times, you probably say, "Fuck it, it's Chris Brown." That's all I'm saying is, it, it happens, it's, and I don't think we're all not shit. Like in the in the right mind, most of us were raised with mothers 
most of us hopefully mm-hmm. and most of us wouldn't want anybody to do any of that messed up shit to their exactly. mother so that's just how say, i feel think about how you're treating a female yeah how you want your little sister to be and then a lot of and i think it's kind of messed up because sometimes guys have single moms and it's like maybe that kind of i don't know and i feel like i don't know i feel like i wouldn't want anybody to do that to my moms i'm not gonna do it to anybody else that's how i feel they still do it but another thing is and this is the way a lot of people look at it not a lot of people but a small percentage they look at it like if I'm not married, it's not cheating, which I think is a little crazy. Cause then like, how that are we gonna get married? Sense. How are you gonna get married if you can't even do this now? Like, there's no way you're just gonna like give up the whole fucking bitches getting money life once you get no, married all of a sudden. No, it's all a build up. If you think you can cheat while we're together without marriage, then honestly, you're but not that's really how someone like I'm not gonna drop any names, but that's really like it. Like so a lot of people think it's a game until I get married. Like until then, it's just a game. Nope. And I mean, I think that's, I think that's, I think that's a stupid ass mentality. Next. But that's just <laughs> what it is. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, how are you going to get married if you can't stay healthy? I mean, stay faithful now. All right. So on to the next topic. And this is, it's funny because when you text me, uh, you texted me maybe two days ago. Yeah. And like, first of all, I have like, I know five Gabby's. You're the only Gabby with one B. One B. So like, I'm like, boom, it's Gabby. And then like the last thing you texted me before that was like, perfect. It was like, all right, I'm doing a poll. So you go, you mind if I read it or no? It was. Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay, yes. so I'll pull it up. So basically, wow, it was. I don't remember this. this was like maybe last year or the year before yeah. that. So basically, you go. Okay, if you just broke up with somebody, ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend, how long? Or no, you said, are you allowed to keep their nudes? And I thought about that, and I was like, wow. wow like, do I you delete? Them? I really remember sending this round to. Yeah, it, so I literally said, guys, when you stop seeing someone, do you delete all their nudes or do you keep them? And he said, answer. And I was like, wow. I said, honestly, I said, do you want my answer for most guys or do you want my answer? Because I had actually, I think the timing was perfect because I think I just graduated and I had broke up with my girlfriend mm-hmm. maybe like three months before that. So I was like, honestly, I delete them because if, if, it, was, if it was serious, then I don't want to see you ever fucking mm-hmm. again. Like literally, especially if it ended on a sour note where like in my case, he tried to like line me and get me arrested. Uh, so in that <laughs> case, yeah, I don't want to see your fucking face again. So in that case, I delete it because then it's like, and, like, I don't know if it's just me. It's like, all right, the nudes is just verification that I'm the man, but I don't need it now. Like, just delete it. What am I going to do, jerk off to mm. old nudes or something? That I mean, you some of them do, you know. But, like, I, and I know guys that, and I know, like I said, I have a friend. We're not going to say his name. But he has, like, an archive <laughs> of nudes in his phone from, like, 2006. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, why do you keep this? Like, do you get off? It's like. Like, for example, I can't watch the same porn over and mm-hmm. over and get hype off it. After I see that video... I probably don't want to ever see it again. Maybe maybe one extra time, maybe an encore performance if it was really that great. But I don't want to see it again. So That's my thing. Did you ever send nudes? Do I ever send nudes? Uh, what point in my life? High school or college? Anytime. Uh, I've only said nudes. I've only sent it like maybe three times in my life. That's not But bad. it's really not. And the thing is, it's like, what's the point? Like, Personally, when I was in a relationship... I did send them, but my nudes were a bit different. They're okay. like fancy nudes? Um, I don't even know how to describe them. But when we broke up, I was like, I was like, um, can you just like delete the All pictures? Them. I mean, he said he, he did. did. I mean, you never know, but you, you take his word know. for it, though. I mean, out of respect. I, if, you, if you had even hit me up, I'd be like, yeah, sure. You can see my phone if you want to go through it. Like, I'm not going to keep nobody's nudes. Like, unless you're, like, Kim Kardashian and I could leak those nudes mm-hmm. for, like, a million dollars. Like, that's the thing. The only way I would keep nudes is, like, let's just say I was messing with some girl, like, 
I knew she was the next Beyonce or something. Yeah. Then I'm holding on to those nudes because mm-hmm. that's a potential investment. Yes. Then I'll keep TMZ on, on on standby. And when that time comes, I'm like, hey, I got these new Beyonce nudes. What's up? I, I, I make my money. She'll probably hate me. She'll probably sue me. No, I've kept something before from a spooky <laughs> booth. I can't say on here, but Adam and Jojo know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's say. all I'm saying. Shout out to Adam and Jojo, by the way. <laughs> but, like, that's just, you can't. I mean, like I said, like you would know. Like I said, if I knew, like if I was dating a singer or actor up and coming, and I knew she had like a lot of potential, then that's the only case I see myself keeping it nude. And I and it would be fucked up, but I gotta get my money. That's just hey, she'll get over it. That's all I say. She'll bounce back. But <laughs> I don't know. Wait, when you were in a relationship, did you have like your ex's passwords and stuff? Uh, social media or like phone. I'm trying to think. I did for a couple things, but I can't remember it now, which sucks. Oh, um, I remember. No, nah, I did have a couple of passwords because I knew, like, most people's passwords are their birthdays. So, like, her oh, birthday right, was, yeah. like, I can't remember. No, it was, like, September. It was, like, 0929. That's, like, back when iPhones, you had to have, like, four, four. digits. Yeah. So, that was easy. And then I can't remember what the email was, but whatever. But, like I said, it wasn't like I had her, like, banking information or her oh, social no. security number. Like, you're not getting that information from me, no matter what, until we're married That's and lot, you yeah. pitting me on, like, <laughs> your life insurance application. So, like, when you die, I collect. Like, that's the only time. Oh, my gosh. That's the <laughs> only time you're getting these digits. Like, otherwise, no. Sorry, mommy. But, I mean, I think there has to be a process. Like, when you wake up with someone, you have to, like... There's certain things you got to clean up. So, obviously, I know a lot of people, they clean their Instagram of all those pictures. So, I'm actually against that. I think you should keep it because, and I I did it. The thing is, I did it. This is why I regret it. Because I like my Instagram to kind of be like a timeline, Mm. show growth, and show, like, my life. So, like, like if I died tomorrow, I want everybody to go through my gram and be like, oh, shit, he did that there, he did that there, he did that there. Then I deleted all the flicks of my ex-girl, which I didn't have a lot of, I didn't have a lot with Mm -hmm. her on my Instagram. Maybe, like only two or three flicks but it was this way she tried to line me like yeah i'm trying to take you down and get you like out the game yeah. i was like yeah i can't fuck with you i had to delete that shit i didn't want to delete mine actually i did want to but i couldn't physically press the button because i was like damn we got so many likes Why yeah, you gotta go yeah especially if it's a lot of likes and yeah. it's like those would be like those pictures usually are like your highest liked photos exactly so you're like uh i said jojo like going forward, going forward, unless you try and get me arrested or you like snuff my mom's or oh some no. shit, I'll keep the pictures. Like legit, I'm gonna keep the pictures. But like, hopefully, I don't have to add any more females <laughs> to Instagram going forward. But we'll see. You can add them. But yeah, you won't have to delete them though, because that would be your last one. Okay? Yeah, exactly. So we'll see yes. what happens. Uh, and then where were I? Was, I was gonna go somewhere else, by the way. So another thing is, I think. A lot of times you have mutual friends with people, and then that's, like, tricky, too, because then it's, like, shit, whose side do you take? So, like, it was kind of luckily. Like, when my ex-girl did all that grimy shit to me uh, at the end of my senior year of college, she kind of just said, fuck you to everybody, like, all our mutual friends. So then they kind of all jumped on my side, with the exception of, like, maybe, uh, I think, uh, I'm not going to say her name, but she knows who she is. (laughs) You know who you are. You're the only person I think she still followed on Instagram. Everybody else, she was like, yeah, I'm cutting off all ties. So, like, my logic is, if that was to happen again, it depends on the level of friendship. Like, obviously, I think whoever were friends with that person first, you go back to that person, you have loyalty to that yeah. person. But if it's, like, yeah, both met the person together, then I guess it goes down to who you closest with. I mean, at the same time, let's say two of my friends who are in a relationship broke up, I can still be friends with both sides of the party. Mm-hmm. Like, 
unless we, we were never like if we're good friends between both of them i'm not gonna like let that fuck up anything between you and me but like let's say you're just his plus one like for example uh my boy he's we're not gonna say his name but he used to go out with uh the caucasian girl uh when he broke up with her i blocked her on instagram because <laughs> it's like we have no friends like we have nothing between like we have one mutual friend, friend. Huh? Don't know this friend. Yeah, he's, he's strong. Yeah. He's one of my mans. Yeah. She she followed me once. I guess it was because I am. Um, I just blocked her because I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like, um, there's going to be times where maybe he has a new girl and he's taking pictures with her and you're going to be salty. We'll so yeah. I'm like, I'm going to block oh, your you ass. you did a good thing then. You did yeah, a good and thing. I'm like, you know what? I don't even want you to have to be stressing because then you're going to be thinking like, damn, was I not good enough? Like, you know what? I'm going to take that page out of the book. You don't got to see nothing. That's a good book Boom. Process. So I did that. I, I did that. that for her more than I did it for him because he don't care. Mm. But like that was just like if outside of him, me and you have nothing to talk about. Like I don't want you liking my photos. You don't need to see anything. Like we're done. When you broke up with um your exes, did you delete them off like Instagram and stuff? So here's the deal. I did, mm. right? But then it always like I always feel guilty. So, and this is a guilty thing I could confess to. Maybe like a year ago, I tried to follow my ex back on Instagram, uh. just to be like. A squash of beef. Yeah. Like I ain't even trying to. I'm not even trying to have sex anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do anything. And we're gonna go into another ain't shit moment of okay. me. Um, I did, but then she blocked me. So then I'm like, damn, you're still salty after all these years. I'm like, damn. So my logic was like, damn, if I could grow up, why the fuck can't you grow up? And I'm like, if you can't grow up, then you just wasn't the one for me. But like, I like my thing is I never want to have people hating me because for one, you never know where people's mindset is. Yeah. Like you never know if she's gonna be the one to come and kill you one mm-hmm. day. And I don't want that be looking over my shoulder every yeah, like five true. seconds like shit i'm in her hood i hope she don't fucking run up on me and stab me and slip my throat some crazy females up and there. she's capable of that because i think she's a little mentally unstable up there so like that's my biggest fear like if i die i always tell everybody like yeah if i get killed by a random female more than likely it was her get her <laughs> she lives in williamsburg take care of her like don't let that happen to me um <laughs> i don't usually like unfollow i feel like i usually get unfollowed and i get refollowed like do you want to follow uh, me or not make up your mind yeah my thing is like just grow up like i'd love to see like you glow up in mm-hmm. advance like i said i don't want to see you with your next nigga obviously but i'd love to see you being successful like i want everybody to do well in life True. so that's how i feel but so and this, and this is another thing so this is where I fucked up. So we're going to go to how I was ain't shitness with my mm-hmm. ex. And it's not really ain't shitness. So I forgot what had happened why I broke up with her. I guess it was like too much lying about dumb shit. Like dumb shit where I'm like, why are you lying to me about this? Now I can't trust you. So I kind of downgraded her from like my girl to now we're like just friends. But where I fucked up is I kept having sex with her. I think that was the biggest. When you broke up? Yeah. Mm. That's where I fucked up. So like I remember it was a time where like. I want to say two of them, like, this is, like, my senior year where I had, like, four roommates. So two of them are, like, away for the weekend. And I'm, like, fuck it. I had the room to myself because I had, like, a double room. We had a double room. I had the room to myself. I'm, like, fuck it. And I, I'm, like, hitting her up at 2 a.m. Like, yo, come through. And, like, the dickhead in me is, like, yeah, here's the address. Like, I'm not even paying for her Uber. Like, this is how <laughs> fucked up I am. She lived in Brooklyn? She lives in Brooklyn. Oh, but it's, like, at least a 20-minute. I mean, it's at least a $17 Uber ride, $20 Uber mm. ride. So I'm, like, yeah, pull up. Comes through. Have sex with her. We sleep in the same bed, and then, like, the most fucked up shit I do is, like, 6 in the morning. I'm like, yo, wake up. You got to go before anybody sees you. And I Why, go. though? Because I was like, I didn't want her to get any ideas that this was oh, anything right. more than just sex, mm. which is, like, this is the most fucked up I've been in my life. Like, just no. So, like, I swear, I walk her out. It's, like, 6 in the morning. Maybe only two people see me, like, 
maybe seven in the morning. Like the calf was, it was before the calf even opened. Even. Yeah. So like I walked out, she called the Uber. I'm like, all right, later. And then of course she hits me up like two weeks. Like, yeah. So is there any hope of us getting back together? I'm no. like, no. So yeah, that was the mind fucked up. So like my advice to any guys, like don't do that shit. Unless like she knows what it is. And even if you think she knows what it is, she probably don't. Cause she was fronting kind of like, yeah, it's just sex. But I should have known better. Like, Honestly, guys will still do it regardless. Yeah, but, like, my retrospect, like, that was something I regret. Because maybe that's why she had all that anger and tried to line me and get mm-hmm. me in jail <laughs> before graduation. Oh, my god. Yeah. So oh, like, yeah. So, like, maybe that's how that all happened. And then, like, looking back at it, like, yeah, you know what? You right. I fucked but up. But guys do anything for sex, though. They'll pay for someone to come from so far. I'm not paying, but, like. Nah, I like, know people who have paid. But it was just like, a situation. It was wow. just like, yo, I hit you up 2 in the morning. I'm bored. I got through it in myself. Like, don't do that. That was a fucked up, that was a fucked up part. At but least I think, did. Yeah, I feel like it's impossible to go from a relationship to downgrade it to friends with benefits. Like, I feel like, unless, like, there was never no emotional connection mm. to begin with, it can't happen because it just never works out perfectly. I don't know. That's just me. You have any other takes on that? I mean, <laughs> when I broke up with my person, we were still getting spooky. Damn. And I didn't mind, honestly. Like, it's what it I is. mean, sometimes you need it, and it's like you come so accustomed to it, and it's like, all right, damn, I'm going to cut is, it. The thing is, I'm not the type to need it. I can go years without it, but if it's there, and you I take get that it. text, I'll say, okay, okay yeah. that's it. My logic is just, it's... I guess it's better to, like, you're comfortable with someone. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I'll keep doing it with them. Rather than have somebody new that you don't know. And then it's just, it's just easier. It seems more convenient. But then again, it's like, if one person still has feelings and the other don't, then it gets tricky. And I think that's where I fucked up. So Especially with me. I'm not the type to just open up my legs to anybody. I respect so that. So I'd rather just have one person where I can just keep going back Even to if you're not, like, together anymore. Exactly. That makes sense. I don't think it's possible to downgrade it to, like, uh like fully down like at least it's not sustainable to downgrade from a fully committed relationship to like a friends with benefit benefits mm, relationship it's, it's, it's not hard. sustainable unless both people are like clearly like over each other they're just like yo mm. i need this from you you need this from me especially if it was a quote quote love situation yeah so then that in that case it's fine i guess it, it's sustainable until they find either something or somebody else that they could get what they need from all right, and the last topic we'll get into is single life. So I was, like, Googling this. Like, what are, like, the unwritten rules of single life? So, like, I guess, like, one of them is, like, you can't talk to your ex's friends, although people do this, though. So how do you feel about, let's say, let's say <laughs> we're going to make a friend. Let's say friend Alfred okay. meets friend Brandy. They used to date, and then Alfred and Brandy breaks up. And now Alfred's interested in one of her friends named Christine. And now Alfred and Christine starts fucking. Do you think that's fucked up? Or do you think it's well in both of their rights to do so? That's definitely messed up. In fact, even when I was in a relationship, I would get like some people's friends messaging me. I'm like, this is your boy. Why yeah, are you doing this? are savage. Like, <laughs> absolute savage. And I have screenshots. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> I don't know why you guys do this. But if that's your boy... You ain't shit for real, but if you're single, I guess you could do whatever you like technically, but don't uh, be out there being a hoe. But I, what's I, the definition of a hoe though? That's a whole that's true. thing. I think it depends. So when you're single, I, like this is my logic, and I've never done this. So if you're gonna mess with somebody's friend, I think it's not okay if y'all were in a relationship together. Now, if y'all were just like, let's just say y'all were just fucking, let's say y'all fucked one time, 
and then you become attracted to their friend and y'all get into a serious relationship, mm-hmm. that's fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah. As long as at some point those two, let's say it's two females, they have to have a talk at some point and say, yo, how do you feel about this? Do you feel any ways about this? And then if they do, then you explain your point and you either go on with it or you don't. It depends on how much you value that person's opinion and their friendship. But that's the way I look at it in terms of like, you just don't want to create any unnecessary exactly. drama. But at the same time, like if you're feeling someone, you feeling somebody. That's just But then would you have to cut your friend off? Because even if your friend says, no, it's all right, deep down, they might actually be like, yo, this is really messed up. So that's when you got to see the signs from them. Like if mm. you're seeing signs and they're like kind of deading you and they're not fucking you, then you got to talk it out and be like, yo, so this is what it is. And you could either, again, you got to find out what you value more. Do you value the new person you're talking to, the new relationship that you formed, or the friendship that you had before? Mm-hmm. If they're really your friend, and maybe some people define it differently, if they're really your friend, they'll probably understand if they're really your friend and they want you to be happy. And if they give you that go-ahead, you have the right to. Yeah, so no, they if they give me the green light, then yeah. you can't renege on your green light. Exactly. Like, you told me, yo, shoot your shot, then mm-hmm. don't be mad when the shit is cash. Exactly. That's my logic. Um... All right, next, uh, next, uh, and this is like big in New York, everywhere, obviously. But now, like, you have people that just use each other, like I said, solely for sex. Like, mm-hmm. you meet up. Like, I did this for once after college, and it was just whatever. Like I said, some random hood booger, let's say. Let's just say, call her was a hood booger. Was it from Tinder? It wasn't from Tinder. Oh, I actually okay. met her in a bar one time. Basically, I was gone. <laughs> I, I think somebody had put something in my drink that night, to be brutally honest. Because I usually don't take drinks from strangers. I did. And it was a different it's kind of feeling. Different type of feeling. Yeah. I'm in the club. Uh, 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 not even a club. We're in a bar. And it's weird because it's like bar none. If anybody's ever been to bar none, it's varying crowds. So like, there's like little booths in the back. And I forgot what song comes on. It's probably like Work by Rihanna. It's <laughs> like I'm with three guys. No, I'm with two other guys besides besides myself. So it's three of us. We're making our way to the back. I don't know why they're going back there, but they they see they scout these two these two uh, I guess the Jamaican girls in the back. So they start gooyarding and for you guys, like I told you, know that's like catching a wine. yachting is catching a wine. It's on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> catching a wine, catching a dub, however you want to interpret it. So they start catching their gooyards, and I'm like, damn, there's only two girls back here. Fuck, whatever, whatever, whatever. So then, next song comes, we're siphoning Gouillard. So I pull my mans off, I get on, I start Gouillarding. Then, out of nowhere, we're sitting talking, and for whatever reason, she's feeling me, OD, OD. And I'm kind of like, I'm really not into you. But I'm a Mac, I'm a Mac. So whatever, get the math. And then I'm like, yo, the goal is to kill this. And this is before I went to Vegas the first time. So I'm like, all right, the goal is to kill this either before or as soon as I come back from Vegas and dead it. And that's just, I couldn't do it before Vegas due to circumstances, but I literally, like, <laughs> It was so bad. And this is, this is like, this is ain't shit Elijah at his best. Like, literally, it's so bad. I'm making sure I had the free crib. I'm like, yo, mom, you gone? She's like, yeah, my grandma, you gone? I bet. Go scoop this shorty halfway because she lived in the Bronx. Oh, like no. I said, I'll never mess with Bronx girls again. Uh, <laughs> pull up to the crib. Of course, my mom's still there. I'm like, fuck. She's like, who's that? I'm like, uh, oh, my friend. Oh, no. And, yo, to this day, my mom's so disappointed in me because she's like, why? She, she just goes, was like a hood rat. My mom's like, why did you do that? I oh, she know. was a hood rat? Like, she, she was a hood rat. Looking no. At so I kill it in the crib. And then mom's like, yo, so that's your girl? I'm like, nah. And then, of course, like, maybe two weeks, not even, like, maybe two months later, like, 
I got sick or something. And my mom's like, yo, you sure you don't have any STDs? Oh, my God. And it was the first time my mom ever, like, <laughs> made a joke like that. I was so appalled. I was yeah. so appalled by that. I was like, never again. Because, like, I had, like, an eye infection. Like, what does that have to do with STDs? Like, my mom's genuinely like, yo, we need to get you tested. I'm like, yo, mom, I had a condom on. Like, I, I didn't even go for all dogs. I didn't eat her. I didn't do nothing. Like, mom. She wasn't up. liking the way the girl was She wasn't it. feeling it. And I was just like, all right, never again. And I just, like, I can't. I mean, I couldn't make that sustainable. Like, there was no way you were coming in my crib every week. No. And I'm just piping you. Like, if you're going to have some, I, I don't, like, if I feel like if you're single, you can't keep, you can't keep fucking the same girl again and again and mm. again and again. Because one no or two things are going to happen. They're going to either catch feelings or they're going to feel like they're being used. So, like. My when thing is, feelings, you gotta say, whole... I'd rather scythe it around yeah. if you had to, if I was single again. But um, why do guys do that though? Like, what scythe? What keep fucking the same girl? Yeah, and you uh, claim to not like her, but then she catches these feelings, then you're stuck in that. So situation. some of these, it, it's it's to speak on some guys, not all, of course. Uh, sometimes they be fronting, guys be fronting, like they be fake catching feelings. Like mm-hmm. they, some guys just love, and I don't mean to refer to females as hoes. But, like, and this is the way they view it. They just love their hoes. Yeah. So they're looking at it like, yeah, like, you're nobody else is fucking my hoes. Like, I know people, like, they don't want you fucking their hoes, even though that's not their girl. Like, <laughs> they don't want you fucking their hoes, and that's cool. But do you like this girl, or, like, you just, you like the pooms? I because need to know. Because then if she was to go out and start having sex with guys or text But I know guys, guys that don't like that frustrated. shit. They get upset, and I don't understand but that to me. Yeah, I don't understand like, that. That to me, and that comes to like I said, that that goes back to that alpha dog thing where you feel mm-hmm. like you run everything, you're dominant, yeah. you control everything, and you don't want anything happening outside of your watch. Mm-hmm. And that's all that is. That goes to the alpha dog cheater, <laughs> per se. This is gonna be used for a study on day at NYU. I'm telling you, like, psychology wise, like that's just what's gonna happen. But like, I don't know. And I think like. So a lot of people get mad at this. Like when you're single and they say like, oh, you're talking to a lot of people at the same time. What does your take? Do you think that's bad or not so much? Depends on the level of talking. If you're saying to all these girls, as we said earlier, I love, I love yeah. you. Yeah, don't um, say you don't say I love you. Let's just say like I'm talking to you guys like I like you, yeah. but I'm not like. I dropped all my hoes for you. Yeah, like I'm not saying that. Let's just say I'm just talking to you and whatever. We're going out on dates, but I'm talking to multiple people. Is mm. that fucked up? As long as there's no title involved with anybody or is it fair game as long as you're single? Or do you have to let them know that? That, like, yeah, you, I'm talking I to think you should let them know. Like, I'm talking to other shorties. Because girls, when they're talking to a guy, they often don't Fully commit? To, yeah. Really? But why is that? Do I just feel like y'all loyal to one thing? Is it like... Yeah, we're just more loyal than you guys. You guys ain't shit. I right? mean, I guess. Sometimes. I mean, eh, yeah, okay, okay. I can see that. We're not you guys. I guess, like, with guys, it just makes sense. Like, let's just say you're taking a test and there's four options. Mm-hmm. If you could pick A, B, C, and D, why not pick all four instead right. of picking one and praying that it's right? Then so you I think pick that's one eventually, a, though. You can't keep talking. That's true. Like, that's true. But I mean, like, I, there could be a point, like a midway point, where like, yeah, I'm talking to three people. Yeah. After I'm single and I'm ready to mingle, keep and they know what it one is. One by one. But I mean, all right. So last top, last last question. When do you think is the right time to give up the single life? The single, and I mean single, like single mingle, ready to mingle life. Like when you're just messing around. When is the time to like say, right, I'm gonna settle down? start looking for something long-term and work towards creating a family, marriage, uh, 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 et cetera. See, I would say after university because some people stay at home. Mm-hmm. Some people move off on air. and live on campus and things. And when you get to campus, campus, that's a whole new level mm-hmm. of 
females or males, your eyes start doing all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. You start getting all the things down there, getting a bit excited. <laughs> so for four years in college, it's kind of hard, not for me, but for certain people to um, stay focused and committed to one person. So probably when you graduate, I mean, people are doing it now yeah, in yeah. a relationship in university, but most people I say that's not good for at all. It's not legit to afterwards. And what like do you we think? Are foc- I think it's... I think at some point between, I would say maybe in your 27, between like, this is when whoa, like, whoa, no, 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 I'm not saying when like, not looking for somebody, but oh, like, okay. I would say you start looking between maybe 24, 25, right. between 24 to like 29. And the reason I say that is because at that point, people are starting to enter their career fields. Mm-hmm. Most people are done with college. So then there's less exposure to like all the games and distractions. It's right. like, all right. So in that case, you could kind of find out who's really down for you and who's really not. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think definitely sometime entering your early professional careers when you should start, like, opening your eyes and then looking, like, all right, who really has my best interest? Who do I feel will be... Because, and this is just maybe me, but, like, I look for, like, someone being successful as well. Like, I don't... I want you to have drive and exactly. ambition. Like, I don't want to be holding be you down with me. my one salary. Right. And you thinking you just going to stay home and watch the kids mm-hmm. like that's dead. We'll hire a nanny, but we got to get that bread to hire the nanny. Exactly. So we both need. It's hard in the street. I'd rather have two salaries. Like living in New York, like you see a one bedroom is bread. If you want to live in a nice neighborhood, you're going to need two salaries yeah. and share that one bedroom with your significant other. So I think anywhere when you're anytime when you're beginning to enter your professional part of your life, mm-hmm. that professional phase of your life, you should start looking because. I mean, people are looking. That's what I'm saying. You wait too long, who knows? It gets harder probably when you get older just because there's less places to meet people. And then a lot of people are, like, more involved into their career. So then maybe they may lose interest. Mm, so I think true. now is, like, the best time where everybody's, like, at their best. You're going to, so like, this like is the best. Someone's gonna, you said? I'd say between 24 or 29. I think after 29, like, um, that's it. Hopefully they say I girls do. mature faster than guys. Maybe physically, physically, no, I don't know about mentally. mentally. Yes, uh, it's a topic yes, for another day. Exactly, topic for another day. All right, so this was fun, actually. It actually, was the We're time in, went by so quick. I tell you, I tell you, everybody, every time it's gonna be the fastest, like forty-five to an yeah. hour of your life, and then that's it. Um, well, first I'd like to thank you for making time, no coming problem. out here. Enjoy the rest of your stay in America. Thank I'm gonna you. work on my. British accent. You need to first come to London. I want to, but I don't know. So, all right, before this is, we could keep going. What's <laughs> the London nightlife like? Like, what's like? Is it similar to like Brooklyn? How like like what what type of music do you guys play? Uh, what's the scene like? We have the Jamaican, the rap. We have the same kind of same music thing. actually. Okay, but no matter no matter where you go, it's just always going to be lit. It's if you fun have more on Snapchat. You'll see that. But it's fun though. Always lit. Oh, like I'll go there and have a good time. Definitely. Okay, and the club scene is fun. It's mm-hmm. all. It's as just long a no- as you know people to take you to the right. It's just places. a new city though, basically. Oh, yeah. Just new land, new city. Yeah. And y'all open up late or not really so much. What do you mean? Like how long are clubs going in London? To like five. Okay, so same shape if not yeah, worse. Yeah. Okay, interesting. It's lit. I'll yeah. make that Euro trip one day. I gotta work on a passport. Oh we'll my gosh, there. that annoys me so much. I know, I'm going to get one. So many Americans don't, don't have, have passports. Yeah, like, I'm going to get guys. one. I think they're going to make it like certain states are supposed to make it mandatory. You oh. can't fly without it. So people are going to start getting it. I'm going to get one, I promise. It's okay. just I don't want to waste passport time and I'm not going nowhere. It's $135. So, it's not that much. I've but researched it. I know, it's cheap. It's inexpensive, but still. So, that's it. 
I'm gonna work on my British accent though okay. for when I come out there. Cause like I, I realize your guy, you guys' accents are like everybody else's accent is a derivative of your accent. Like if you go to Australia, their accent's like a derivative of the of the of the Brit, of the British accent. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't even do it. <laughs> but like they'll just try, and everybody's accent sounds a little different. Even like certain parts of like maybe Africa, depending on where you're at, their accent sounds similar. Like if they speak English, obviously, their accent sounds similar to what you guys mm-hmm. say. And it's like everybody has a derivative. I think I could work on it though. I feel like you guys, you guys can mimic our our accent, but we can't mimic y'all. So whatever reason, I don't know why. You guys are absolutely trash. I don't know why though. Like especially when it comes to actors, like actors could do American accents so easily. Like from London, I don't understand Mm -hmm. why. Like I feel like your guys are really hard because we gotta like, gotta add a whole lot of ah. No, 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 no. (laughs) You don't say. No. Cherryo. Nah, Cherryo's not even. People one. don't even say Cherryo. Yeah, I don't Cheerio. even say Cherryo. And we don't have tea time either. Yeah, I know, I know you yeah, don't have tea time. Yeah, I do have fish and chips, though. Yeah, we have fish and fish chips. Fish and chips. I mean, I'll work on it. Okay. I'm pretty sure there's like a little acting coach I could get. Uh, everybody, I would like to thank you guys who've subscribed to the podcast. Any new listeners, feel free to hit that subscribe button. We will have new content coming yep. daily. Well, not daily, weekly or bi weekly, as fast as we can. Uh, thank you guys for subscribing. Gabby, would you like to throw out your Instagram or Twitter for any um, fans? My Instagram is Gabriella Ade. So G A B R I E L A A D E. Follow. It will be in the comments. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't done so, comment and rate the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Let us what you know. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want more of. Uh, like I said, if you're interested in being on a podcast, email me at etaylorpodcast at gmail.com. You guys can reach me also at Elijah R. Taylor at Twitter, Instagram, and all other social media handles. Uh, it's been real. Thank you guys for listening to the Elijah Taylor podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week. And that's all, folks. <laughs>